All right, let's go. Planning. It's talking about planning. Listen, I think you mentioned it, right? You have a plan. The process of organizing activity to efficiently achieve a desire. Listen, planning only happens once you have a goal. Right? I need to get this job done is the goal. And I need to make well, how much money? The most amount of money with the least amount of effort. I need to be efficient. I need to be effective. I need to be aware of what's going on. So now that I have the job, I want to make the most amount of money, least amount of effort. That's my goal. I need to now to plan it. You need to plan every single thing of every single job completely 100%. You need to be totally, completely zeroed in and totally focused on that job to get it done perfect as fast as you possibly can. What are you going to do? You're just going to arrive and, oh, I need this, I need that, I need this, got to go back and do this. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not my cult system. My systems make the most amount of money, least amount of effort, which means it has to be planned. Failure to plan results in a plan to fail. I mean, you know, that's Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. I love Benjamin Franklin. It was a good story about Benjamin Franklin. He's a, he was a, really liked him a lot. You know, planning is, you know, planning. Hey, listen, plans change. I tell Brian, 100%, everything that we're planning, everything that we're doing is subject to change instantly. If I'm working on, on a, I'm zero working on a single project and all of a sudden new information comes in that I did not have, circumstances changed that I wasn't having, well, then my plan might need to be changed. Tomorrow morning, ooh, I'm going to learn kiteboarding. Maybe it's going to be a good day tomorrow, right, with all the wind? But I'm not changing my plan because of my boat dock floating wherever it's floating off. That's not changing. I'm going kiteboarding. I have my priorities. I have my focus. I know what's important. I worked hard. I focused hard. And I'm going to do that. So I'm not changing the plan. But I might, have to, I might have changed the plan. I mean, if my floating dock is in the canal, which is right behind my house, the floating dock, now I wouldn't change the plan. Floating dock on the other side of the lake, I wouldn't care. It's not going anywhere. It's already there. You know what I mean? So who cares? I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow night after I get back. But sometimes I do change my plans because situation change, circumstances change. Accountability. This is something that I've heard a little bit as I talk to some of you. I once I bought a house when my kids were real small and I was single. The very first thing I did when I got in the house, I took a hammer. I beat the crap out of a wall. Just beat the crap out of the wall. The reason I beat the crap out of the wall is because I wanted an open floor plan in that kitchen. So when I beat the whole crap of the wall, the day I closed, I took a hammer and just boom, 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 boom. I didn't really have the time and everything. I was like, that's still running a business. I'm a single dad now trying to figure out what's going on inside. Now what do I got to do? Got to fix the wall. I held myself accountable. I told a couple of you, I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to do great. What did I do? I set a standard that I have to exceed. I put pressure on myself. I am my number one competitor. I don't care what anybody else does. I want to get better and better and better. I have a plan and I have an accountability. There are some other things I've done where I want people to know about. Oh, trying to use the word, work on that word, accountability. You taught me, right? So I'm working on different things. I want to be held accountable. 
Josiah, I'm hoping Josiah, every single time we ride together, if he doesn't, I'm going to say, hey, get behind me. Good. He's going to say, hey, Mr. Mike, what you need to do is, if you can, just kind of go out and burn a little bit more. And you got to just let, you got to trust it. I was saying, but Josiah, I'm worried about a tree. He goes, Mr. Mike, when you ride your bike, you're always in the trail. The tree's not in the trail. Or he's not in the, what, what do you call it? The, He's not in the trail. And I thought, and after that, right the other day, when I was riding by myself, sitting on PB, and I'm thinking, why am I worried about a tree that's in the trail when I've never hit a tree that's in the trail? So all I have to do is stay in the trail. It was very profound, a simple little thing that he, he told me. So I'm now looking at, he said, Mr. Mike, don't be looking at the tree because then you're going to go off the trail. So I have an accountability partner when I go ride my mountain bike. So you need to do that to yourself. Anybody here established that you're going to do something and you open your mouth? You called your wife or you saw your wife. You apologized. Matthew, talk to your, your, your wife-to-be. It's going to be a very special event that you're going to have. And that's, that's exposing yourself, holding yourself accountable. And they're looking at you. You think she believes you? You think so? No. Does she believe you? You think your wife believes that you're going to be making these changes? Hold on one second. I'll get a, get a mic there. My question was, does you say you, op, you, you held yourself accountable to your plan, and then you told her, and, and what did she say? She was shocked that I was even opening up to discuss it. it was, I don't normally do that. I would like to be able to wear my heart on my sleeve more, so like you do. But I'm trying not to. But I would like to be able to be more open, like an open book, to her and let her know about the things that I'm thinking. And obviously, I don't. I let them just stay in my head. And when I opened up to her, she was, she didn't even know what to say. Ryan Mace, you hear that? Opening up. Okay. That's a big thing. I tell you a quick little story. Yes, you know, the night before I'm praying, praying, praying. So I was just so afraid what I'm going to do is wrong. And I want to do the opening and the best thing. And so I played some music at night. I played some music at nighttime. Another song that I always play before I do a recording and I do, I do a prayer. And as soon as I start playing the song, I start crying. I think, okay, this is not, because whenever I think of my wife, I cry, okay? It's just, just so special. And I thought, okay, I can't do that. And I'm thinking about her and listening to music, and I'm crying. So I call her up. I say, babe, I got a problem. She goes, okay, don't play the music. I'm like, I never would have thought that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> never would have thought that at all. <laughs> she goes, okay, just don't play the music, and don't think about me. Again, I never would have thought that. So yesterday, I, I sent an email that night. I was like, hey, we're not playing the music. Of course, they're like wondering. I don't know. They didn't ask me what's going on inside there. So there was a way of me not playing the music. But, you know, because I, I am transparent. And I need you guys to do that. And I think some of you here, you talked to me about that you being transparent. Accountability. Are anybody here, that you, now you're accountable, right? You, you two guys. Anybody else here has said something to somebody else since yesterday? And, you, and, and now you are being held accountable? Anybody at all? A couple of you? Raise your hand if you guys have said something to somebody, so now you're being held accountable. So maybe just a few of you. Most of the other guys are like, nah, I don't want anybody to know anything about that. I'm perfect. I don't want anybody, I don't want to be accountable to anything. That's not a good thing. You're all day yesterday, and you have all this stuff going in your head, but you're not telling anybody because you don't want to acknowledge that you need to work on something, so you don't want anybody to know about it. It's not a good thing. Commit to a plan. You got to have a plan. Got to have a goal, right? You got to, but see, the problem with you is you were the Peter principle, right? You got elevated to a level of incompetency. 
right? You, it's what you went. You went up there, and now you're not competent. You didn't know that, though. So now you have to back back down and then work your way back up. You have a goal. You have a plan. You commit to the plan. And then, of course, learning. And that's the key there, right? I mean, you can't have a plan if you're not even, you're not even qualified. Peter Principle, the whole thing. Delegating. We're going to talk about delegating all the time. And Paula, back on uh, Peter Principle, I think it's, we should add um, continuous learning as well. And organizing. We've already talked about that. You have a plan. Well, what, what's the sense of having a goal, having a plan, and you're not organized? Oh, I really want to do this, and I really want to do that, and I got this plan. What I want to do is this. And then you're not organized. Well, then it gets too overwhelming, and before you know it, you start procrastinating. I'll get that whatever. And Pareto's principle in planning. You're planning something, but you can't do everything that you want to do. You've got to take one step. What's the most important thing to do right now? Let's take the first step. Let's, least amount of effort, greatest amount of return. It's Pareto's principle. 